Previously on Polyamory. I'm very much into the idea of going straight off to Severton in order to go do our first job as promoted employees. Now this is officially your cart and you've got to look after it. It's a bit more important you take care of it and anything you happen to leave in there. So this is the security device. If you point it at the cart and do a little gesture, it will create a, a full shield around the cart. You see a small independent chicken shop named <gasps> Tasty Rat, all one word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it appears okay. to be some form of uh, drive-thru where you can pick up some tasty rat. You hand your Five minutes later. Hand your <laughs> and the, the same goblin that you saw from the previous window now hands you a huge sack of food, you greedy bastards. Well, upon actually physically standing up, you notice that, yes, in fact, this goblin is changed to something. Let's take our badges off and liberate this restaurant, yeah? You could just be polyamory requisition patrol. Yeah, we, so we could just, just be, parp. be parp. Yeah, we are parp. We are parp. I feel a little bit unwell. You feel very unwell, and you, certainly more than Brelmara, are very aware of the fact that this does not taste quite the same as most rat that you've eaten before. Oh no. Probably a null. There's probably a null called Molotov somewhere <gasps> yeah, in this Nolotov. Nolotov cocktail. Molotov! <laughs> <laughs> That's canon. Yes! Good. I think we should crap o- crack open these, these drinks that we've got and see what they're like. You pop the tops off of these bottles of Nestle Spring, give them a sniff, and it smells like water, and you drink it, and it tastes like water oh, that you might drink out of any river. Oh, wow. We just we just paid a silver a silver for some bottled fucking water. You spot the first of the bodies shortly after this. This person has been badly burnt. They're 80% carbonised bone and the rest is charred, rotting meat. They died on fire and running for their life. Nine, Constitution. I got okay. the bucket. <laughs> yep, you're, you're feeling a bit sicky and you're going to have disadvantage on throws until you leave town. Okay. You pick your way towards the back of the room and there is a, a large metal safe that is still very much secured to the floor and in one piece and locked. And as you're doing this, you think you hear a noise behind you? Hey, Bats, any of you around hoping to know who's coming for us? Nah, 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 man, it's all cool. Hey, safe, be more safe. <laughs> the safe does not can- respond. No, can you, like, see where the pins in the lock are or anything? With your, your cool sonar voice? Yeah. Where are they? They're in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> there is the remains of a warehouse. To the side of the door, you notice that it says staff entrance, and above the door, it says Obman's. You look at the contacts list, and there, as exactly as your memory recalls, Trash Boy, Lauren... Opperman, brackets, boss, and Dave, brackets, worm oh. guy. Give me those screws. Here's the screws. Have have my screw. A attempts to use the screws to pick the lock of the safe. Yay! You pick the safe. Inside, there is a bag with 2,000 gold and a hash stone. Is there a, is there a secret drawer? There is quite a hefty looking morning star. This would go nicely in my stuff. Yeah. Okay, do you want to add a Morningstar then? plus one to your equipment? Yeah. You can keep the rapier, yeah? Yeah, cool. Do you want to okay. add that to your equipment? Yeah, sure thing. Look at you two tooling up. There's a long table, which has some 
bowls on it. There appears to be something, it may once have been a fungus, but now it's gone mouldy and horrible in these bowls, and it smells Mm. awful. There are a number of chains connected to the table that seem to be leading off a little ways away behind some fallen boxes. Eventually you do find there are some pretty beaten up looking people under here. They are all gnomes, all chained (gasps) by their ankles. Oh my god, they're gnome slaves. They look pretty malnourished, and amongst them you notice that not all of them survived under there. Oh And in order to survive the two odd weeks since the tragedy happened here, they might have been having to eat the remains of their colleagues. Because, like, my priority is get these guys out of here before this place falls apart anymore. I want to walk around the remains of the polyarmory with the hash stone. Clutched in what remains of the arms of another member of staff is a a great sword. There's a red stone in the pommel. You are fairly certain you can see a humanoid shape. I'm not dangerous. Yeah. Well, my family, we've been bards for for generations. (laughs) I'm looking for the the family songbook. In in, in there is a a small-ish leather-bound book. Is this it? You hold it up and the dwarf... It looks absolutely elated. That's it, 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 yeah. That's Ferris. I'm bald. Ferris. Ferris. Like iron. Oh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't give us a lift just just outside town. I'm 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 heading north to the fairy forest. Fighting death and human horrors, thousands tried to kill them all. They escaped the vile moor. Now polyamory store. Polyamory. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio's roleplay series, Polyarmory. I am Jane Magnet, and I am the mistress of this dungeon. Joining me today to be spanked until they scream the safe word, which today is emasculate, are Laura Kate Dale. Hello, hello. I'm here, just about awake. And Astrid Johnson. I bought new deodorant today, and it smells pretty good. What does it smell of? I can't quite describe the smell, but it's like a pleasant, clean smell. Is it cotton? It might be cotton. It's usually it cotton might when be it cotton. smells like that. Yeah. What, what have we been up to? I helped put together a feature about games that I would want to see on the Nintendo 64 Mini, should such a thing come to exist. It was a very good article. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I put up a review of Fire Emblem Warriors and I've been playing Mario Odyssey, hey. which my coverage of will be up by this point. Nice. Hey. I've been I've been playing Mario Odyssey, and oh my goodness, that is a huge, very good Mario game. Nice. There's is a it, lot of Mario in that Mario. Is it a very nice video game? It is a very nice video game if you ignore the fact that Mario is taking control of the minds of thousands of helpless beings and making them do his bidding for his own personal benefit (laughs) i mean that sounds like even if you do factor it in that's an amazing video game to me personally oh amazing yes whether you would say the word nice is like yeah "Mm, do you you care about the humans who are getting their brains controlled bit horrifying but in a (laughs) in a in a kind of cool way (laughs) what about the rest of you i am on gamesindustry.biz now. Oh, heck. Got a thing on there. I interviewed some technical artists at the Bournemouth Visual Effects Festival, Jody Azar from Creative Assembly and Matt Dickinson from Frontier Developments. 
Um, you may know these studios, Creative Assembly, of course, with Total War, and Frontier Developments made Elite Dangerous and also Planet Coaster. And I talked to them about being technical artists in the games industry because it's an often overlooked uh, facet of games development. And it's very interesting and very cool. And more people might realise they're maybe into technical artistry um, after finding more out about it and that was a good that was a good interview i did so you can go check that out on gamesindustry.biz i have been uni-ing um and it's 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 meant that you haven't you you won't you wouldn't you won't have been seeing a lot of content for as much content from me as you usually do but i'm starting to get on top of things properly so stay tuned friends what about you, Jane? What have you been up to? I um, reviewed, uh, uh, I played and reviewed Overgrown. Uh, How did you st- find it? Long story short, two out of ten, absolute garbage. Yep, that's what I've heard from a lot of people. Uh, you can re- read my review over at StoneMonkeyRadio.blog. Ta-da! Uh, all it's I very know good about review. it is, is it's about being a ninja rabbit, and you're, it's not very good. You're a ninja rabbit that has amazing moon physics that can fly about halfway across a map and fly kick somebody in the head, which <laughs> is amusing for about 10 minutes. I was going to say, for about 10 minutes, that sounds fantastic and amazing. It is. Yeah, I, I, I had more fun, I think, jumping off stairs, doing little... Um, somersaults and, and kicks and various other moves and trying to land perfectly than I did actually playing the game. So it, it turned into sort of Tony Hawk's meets parkour meets furries. Which would have been a better video game, as you said. Definitely. Definitely, definitely a better game. Um, yeah. I think it's someone needs shame. to make that game. It's a shame, really, because I remember being excited for that video game in my final year of secondary school because it's been in development for nine years. Yeah, I dread to think what I was doing nine years ago. <laughs> oh God, I was seven. I'm, I'm I was seventeen when that was first in development, and that was a very different time in my life. I was twenty-eight. Because <laughs> life old. runs by fast. Life goes fast, pretty fast. In the underdark. Anyway, shall we continue? We shall. At the end of last episode, we had uh, left Severton with an interesting sword, which I hope somebody remembered to put on their character sheet. I believe I put it on mine. Excellent. Uh, An interesting sword with a a red stone in the pommel. Uh, You uh, were accompanied by three uh, gnomes who had been rescued from a collapsing warehouse owned by somebody called Obman. Oh god, of, those poor gnomes. Of which there those was poor no gnomes. They had resorted to cannibalism. Uh, <laughs> it's fine, they're alive. Everything's okay. They survived for two weeks on only other gnomes. Uh, they had to consume their comrades. They did. That's, uh, well, you know, reclaiming the means of nutrition from those who had it to spare <laughs> to those who desperately needed it. Think about it that way. It's much sweeter. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, and you also have a small dwarf with a loot on his back named Ferris. Oh yeah, that guy. Who has asked for a lift to Fairy Forest. So we're going there now, and I'm excited to see what we discover in a place called the Fairy Forest. Okay. So you... Also, you 
Mm-hmm. Can I just say, like, Fairies Underground is interesting. Maybe it's just called Fairy Forest DM rather than being... Just like Tasty it, Rat, all one word was... I, I suppose, but, like, I hear fairies and I'm picturing accuracy. fairies. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You, you can't say that it's not that thing because it's spelt differently. It's true. Yes. It's for, you make a good point. See? See? This is how branding works. So you're heading off to Fairy Forest. You're heading off to Fairy Forest. Was that the transition noise? That that was me doing the 12-inch <laughs> remix version of that sentence. So, no. so yes, like you're, you're heading to, to Fairy Forest? Yes, no? Yes. Yes, we are. Very well. Then you uh, trundle through the, the caves and tunnels of the Underdark, and Ferris, Ferris gives you a, a few directions. Eventually you come to a large open cavern, and you, you park up just outside. You taking everyone in, or...? I mean, yeah. I, I have no reason not to. Like, I'm assuming we can just, like, continue driving the, the, car- the, uh, the cart in. Um, this is this 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 is basically the parking lot. Everything in in from here oh, okay. would be like okay. indoors. So we've got to go on foot from here. Hmm. Yeah, okay, guys, everyone remember what this. parking bay we're in. Everyone remember what parking we're in. Parking bay C. Okay. Yep. With you. Gotta remember okay. that. I'm never gonna remember that. So. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Some, someone, you... someone, write it down on or on the scrytome. I mean, I could, but wouldn't it be funny if I didn't, and we had to try and find our car after this? You could very take, awkwardly. You could take a picture like on a your suburban scrytome. family, so that you knew where it was. You oh yeah. Take, okay. Take a scrytome picture. There we go. Let's all go I into the fairy forest. Take a picture of the parking bay and set it to the scrytome lock screen <laughs> picture. Because I'm going to assume it has that. Of course, absolutely. Excellent. So that whenever we look at the scrytome, we know, oh, we're in parking bay C. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> from from the outside, you can see sort of interesting flashing lights glowing on the, on the ceiling and mm-hmm. a, sort of a, a pounding beat uh, as if uh, quite uh, rhythmic music is being played. You come into this large open cave with a raised dais in the centre. And here sits a very odd creature with 12 limbs, um, some playing drums, others playing violin, cymbals, uh, a double bass. Um, from what you can see from under this being's extremely wide-brimmed hat, um, they are an ape-like creature, or certainly have ape, an ape-like face. Um, and they're just banging out a beat that is begging to be danced to. There are many figures uh, all around, uh, up and dancing in, in various brightly coloured clothing. Some of them have painted faces, and they're all just dancing to this endless rhythmic beat. Uh, around the room are a number of seating areas. Uh, they're variously arranged with cushions and, and blankets for people to just curl up in. And these are arranged around a number of large glowing mushrooms which seems to be seem to be natural to this cave some are green some are blue and they seem to react to the music by flashing <gasps> it's a rave at the far end of the room there appears to be a large amber crystal formation growing up one wall behind a, a bar area the room smells faintly of incense and fruit tobaccos and dove leaf as you e- enter this area 
uh, Ferris says, "Oh, thank, thank you so much for for the lift. It's it's been 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 so helpful, so helpful." And slides off into the crowd. Hmm. Uh, you uh, are approached. Can I just say before we do anything else, mm-hmm. I run back outside and make sure we have definitely locked the cart because I'm slightly obsessive and making sure we definitely locked the cart. Okay. Did Did field. you lock the cart? Because you didn't mention uh, it earlier. No, lo- I locked the cart with the force field. If it's not, if I didn't already lock it. Okay. Are you taking everything with you? You're not leaving e- leaving anything in the cart before you lock it. Uh, taking anything that we are, uh, everything that we are likely to need. Okay. As you run back in. Uh, Mad, you see that Madame Valerie and uh, Thrall are being approached by an older goblin woman. She has long backed combed hair that's mostly grey. Uh, her clothes look as old as she is, uh, patched here and there with mis- mis- mismatched fabrics. She has a number of ribbons tied around her forearms and greets you warmly. Hello, love so. Have you ever been to Fairy Forest before? It's so lovely to see new faces. <laughs> uh, we've never been to the Fairy Forest before, but this sounds like a wonderful place. Or it I looks like a wonderful place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got all we got all kinds going on here. If you want to have a nice rest, there's a, you can get drinks up the back or something else if you like. Um, t- take a seat anywhere. It's uh, entry entry fee is uh, uh, one gold and five silver each. Lovely. I pay. Uh, I pay up for gold. Um, no, one gold, four, four gold and five silver. One gold, five silver. We hand over nine gold. And the older goblin takes your money from you and un- unhitches a-, a ribbon from a- around her her forearm and starts to give you your, your wristbands for the evening. <laughs> um, and as she gets to the, the gnomes at the, at the back of the group, she says, oh, darlings, you look so, oh, you look so pale. Are you all right? They have had a a right old rough time of the last couple of weeks. Oh no! Anything we can do to help? Do you, do you need something to eat? There's there's snacks at the bar. If there's anything that we can find them to eat that is, you know, designed to be food, that would be good. Oh sure, just head up the back. I'm sure they'll be able to sort you out something lovely. I think there's cake up there too. At which point, I'm fully expecting the gnomes to run off for food that is not other gnomes. They're they're a bit fragile and weak, but uh, well, we help them get over if they require help getting over there. Uh, and with that, the the gnomes shuffle off together and and head towards the bar to try and find something to eat. Oh, I hope I hope they'll be okay. I. Here's my feelings, Madame Valerie, and uh, feel free to disagree, but I quite like this place, and we yeah. have paid for entry, and we did our mission, and we're not in a huge rush to get back. Oh, we're going to stay here and See, appreciate the place. Yeah, I'm just thinking like we go leave all our stuff in in the cart and make sure the cart is is you know nice and locked. And then I think we just come back in and, and enjoy this place for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I see what you're saying. And uh, Madame Valerie rushes out towards the car to drop all her shit off. <laughs> uh, as as do I. Um, I think it'd be pertinent to keep some some money with us. And a weapon, in case needed. Um mm. I think for myself, I want to keep spell components with me, but I think we can leave a lot of things. I'll keep my whip. Yeah, 
I will keep my Morning Star and my spell components. Uh-huh. But I think mm. otherwise, like, definitely the, the valuables we have been accruing for the, the mission should be left in the locked cart. Like okay. the giant, probably very expensive sword. Yes, the fan- as I put it in my, my, my notes, the fancy treasure sword. I like it. It's very <laughs> apt. Yep, so we go put all those things back in the cart, lock the cart, and come back inside to have a look around. Amongst other things. Uh, where where are you heading? Uh, uh, are you just doing a circuit, or do you want to head to the bar? Or... I, I want to do a circuit first and get a sense of, like, if anything particular is jumping out at us. Yeah. Brumara, I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw. I think this is quite a lot of sensory input for you. Okay, wisdom. Where is wisdom? Twenty-one. Nice. Twenty. Oh, <laughs> You're surprisingly really okay with this, considering the amount of sound and noise and lights and people. I'm, I'm dealing very well with this level you of sensory thing right now. Go me. Match. You are a natural. Apparently. <laughs> um. Okay. So you make your way around the room. There are a number of. Lizard folk dressed in in black clothes, standing here and there in dark corners. They appear to be some kind of security, keeping an eye on people, but largely being unobtrusive. You wander round the room. You come across a, a small halfling wearing sort of what look like leather dungarees, but they're a bit like chaps. Uh, so she's she's obviously got some cotton trouser underneath there as well and has a, a couple of uh, double axes just sat next to her. She is lying with her head on a huge rainbow-coloured lynx. Oh, heck. It's large and fluffy and it has those little uh, tufted ears that make it look that bit longer oh and my a little goodness. stubby tail. And she is the the the, uh, the this the halfling who is with this battle link is, is just pissing herself laughing and st- stroking at the fur of the lynx, who doesn't seem too fussed one way or another. You keep going past. You see a couple of orcs. One seems to have quite short, spiky purple hair, and she's wearing a, a sort of velvet burgundy cocktail dress and an awful lot of very shiny garish jewellery she's sitting with a largely bored looking orc uh, who has uh, black hair looks a bit paunchy uh, and is wearing sort of denim trousers and a cotton shirt and they are flanked by a large bugbear who looks very uncomfortable and is for some reason in a suit and tie this is clearly not this bugbear's natural environment. Sitting at the table is Ferris, and uh, he's just sitting there with his hand on the uh, the music book that you uh, picked up earlier, and they seem to be having some quite intense conversation. You make your way past the bar, which is uh, was at the far end of the room. Here you see uh, the barman, who is rushing up and down, getting glasses of water for people, uh, you also see the gnomes you came with earlier. They're looking a bit disenfranchised. It appears that they, they're just sort of huddled by the side of the bar. Uh, they don't appear to have got anything to eat or drink. Um, and they are just sort of sitting there looking a bit sad for themselves. Um, the Behind the bar is a large, uh, as I said earlier, a large amber crystal 
formation that grows right up to the ceiling and it appears to be have some sort of thick liquid that drips over the top of it and you assume that this is where these crystals are formed from. Mm. Every now and again somebody will come to the bar and the bartender will crack off a piece of this crystal, uh, grind <laughs> grind it up. <laughs> uh, Sorry, continue. Grind it up into a powder and exchange some cash for some of this crystal. Um, they're also uh, offering uh, alcoholic drinks and, and water. They appear to be selling dove leaf as, as well as fruit tobaccos um, and uh, also various smoking paraphernalia for a- anyone who happens to have forgotten Rizzlers or whatever the Underdark equivalent is. <laughs> uh, forgotten smoking papers. Other other smoking papers do exist. Other better smoking papers. Uh, <laughs> less Rizzler would have support us. I don't know what I'd do with that sponsorship. <laughs> I'd presumably um, get some Rizzlers, I suppose. I would guess so. Um, walking around the far side, you see just general people. There is a couple of people sitting under one of the, the blue mushrooms, looking a, a bit too far gone on whatever it is they've had. Oh. And um, s- sort of kneeling near to them, holding a, a water flask, is an absolutely beautiful elf. He is tall and angular. He has a very strong jaw. His hair is cropped quite short at the back and sides, but is longer on top and is bleached blonde. His pointy ears are extensively pierced, and he wears uh, yellow cotton trousers with no shirt and a magnificent patchwork coat in a number of uh, colours. The collar is pulled up. He looks kind of cool. Uh, He has a ready smile, and his eyes are golden with brown flecks. Uh, he looks quite skinny, but he's clearly quite lean and muscular, you can see from his open coat. He, is, he clearly does a lot of work on his body, and his right nipple is pierced. Uh, and then you are basically back at the, the, the front of the uh, the party. So, I have a list of a couple of things I, I want to get done while we're here, but I want to make sure the first thing I do is, because we brought the gnomes here, I want to go check on how the gnomes are doing, particularly considering that they've not you know, got themselves anything. Okay, back at the bar. Yep. You are standing near some go- uh, some gnomes. Um, hey, 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 all of you. How are you, uh, holding up? Very glad to, to be out, out, out of the warehouse, miss. But we, we're still, uh, we've, we've always been slaves and unfortunately we, we can't get, get anything here. The bar... There's nothing at the uh, the bar they can g- give us. Let, let give me give me two seconds, and I usher over Madame Valerie. Hello, because I believe you've got the money. Um, I do, and then I turn to the bar t- uh, the bartender and go, um, "Hey, uh, what if what have you got in the way of like food that we can purchase?" Yeah, no problem. We got uh, cake. We got cake. You want some cake? Uh, like chocolate or vanilla or there's there's uh, some uh, there's a nice seed cake got quite a bit of seasoning to it. I think we've got peanuts and uh, there's some 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 of that meaty snack jerky stuff. Uh, adventurer jerky. Can we uh, just that. get like a little bit of everything? You want anything to drink with that? I think water's a very good plan. <laughs> Water seems a very good plan. <laughs> bit of crystal. We got spores. Uh, dove leaf. I'm gonna have some of that crystal, mate. Okay. I. 
I'm gonna maybe have some crystal in a little bit, but let's. I'm I'm gonna focus on sorting the gnomes out first. Okay. Well, you know, if we're buying things at the bar, I might as well, you know, get it all at once. Exactly. So just just to confirm, you're getting drinks, some crystal, and cake. Yep. Okay. Get get okay. me some crystal while we're here. I'm not gonna have it yet, but okay. Grab Did you some want crystal. anything else that he mentioned? Uh, I'm all right for the second. I think if we can get some water. Some, you know, some water, some crystal, some cake. Okay. We're probably all right. How many How many water do you want? How much water is one water? It's a bottle of water. A bottle of water. Okay. I think one bottle each is probably a good idea. Yeah, one bottle each. Okay. Um, it comes in a small, decent-looking leather pouch. <gasps> Hooray! Water pouches! Yay! Small <laughs> shitty bottle that will break immediately. Right. No, no, no. We, we, we're very environmentally conscious around here. Like to make sure everything can be used a few times. We're very at one with nature, you know? This sounds lovely. Thank you. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, crystal. Uh, six waters. Uh, how many cake? A bit of cake each. Six cake. Yeah. Yep. Ten gold. Okie dokie. I hand ten gold over. So you hand over the cash and the bartender goes about collecting various bits. He breaks you off a quite a sizable bit of crystal, uh, grinds it all up uh, and hands it to you on in, in a, a couple of, of small paper envelopes. <laughs> and you uh, you hand the, I'm guessing you hand the cake out. Yep, I make sure that, that all the gnomes have got some cake. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You've done so much for us. It's all right. Thanks. Happy to help. Forever in your forever in your debt. Thank so, you so much. Ah, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. You're not in our debt. We're just doing a nice thing for you, and you don't need to worry about repaying it to us. Got it? Thank you from our hearts. From our hearts. That's all right. Now okay. we're probably gonna spend a bit of time here, so mm-hmm. um, let us know if you need anything. But we're gonna just enjoy ourselves here for a little bit if that you know sounds like a good plan that's all right thank you thank you thank you so much thank you so before we do anything else i have a bit of a suspicion so i kind of want to go and chat to the person that's curled up with the battle links okay same actually okay you head back towards the person who was cuddling a beautiful rainbow battle links (laughs) That is clearly bigger than she is. (laughs) By the time you get back, she has her hands on either side of the Battle Lynx's face and is going, Who's your nommy, 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 nom, 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 nom. Hey! And uh, she turns around in in shock. Hello, darlings. How how are you? (laughs) I am fucking amazing right now. You, You seem like you're having a good time. I am having an amazing time, and Tsunami's doing pretty good too. And you Tsunami, Tsunami, you're They're called Tsunami? This is Tsunamington Portsmouth. <gasps> he is my trusted friend and companion. Mm. I, I just like a random guess. Have you had any of that crystal over there? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, kind of flipping and flopping tonight. Add a bit of crystal, 
Atom spores. It's all really good. Okay, okay. I I'm starting to get a sense of you know. I had my suspicions what what that crystal might be might be doing for people, and I'm glad to know it's making them have a good time. Valerie very cheekily slides up besides Bromara and goes, "Hey, hey, hey, Bromara, Bromara," and Valerie holds out her her hand <laughs> with a pointed finger, and there is some crystal <laughs> on the end of the finger. <laughs> And Valerie, Valerie says very closely, "You should suck my finger." <laughs> Don't do this at home, kids. I suck a bit of crystal off the finger. Yes, it tastes disgusting. It makes you, <laughs> yeah, it's like you've just eaten salt. It's a bitter, and it makes you go. <laughs> I also suck my finger. I think okay. I think we should offer some to Thrall as well, Thrall. just a little bit. <laughs> Okay, you, you offer some to Thrall. He does not look comfortable with the idea. That's okay. Other things that I want to do while we're here. I want to go and just like have a bit of a chat with the elf that's looking after the uh, the far gone ones. <laughs> okay, um, you're just leaving this halfling then. I will come back to you in a minute, and we will have a we will have a chat in a, in a little bit if that's cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, see you around, yeah? yeah. See you around. And she goes back to just running her fingers <laughs> through uh, Sir Nomington Portsworth's fur. <laughs> okay, so you're heading over to where the people who were looking way far gone were, yeah? Yeah, I kind of I kind of fancy chatting to the, the elf that's looking after them. Okay, you head over to where you saw those people. They are, one of them is sort of sitting up, looking a bit concerned. They're holding their water pouch and and cuddling the person they're with. There is no sign of the tall angular elf. Oh. Okay. I I'll have a quick chat with the ones who are looking a bit concerned, uh looking a bit far gone, just be like, Hey How are oh, you all uh, you you doing alright down there? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, just checking you having a good time. Do you need need anything? Ah. Uh... Have you got any papers? I don't think we have at the second. Sorry. Thanks, though. That's all right. I really like your tattoos. Thank you. I got them by making a pact with the Dark Eldritch Gardens. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Isn't it just? (laughs) They seem to be having a good time by themselves. Okay. Where where to next? Oh, where do we go on our various adventures? Uh, I feel like I've been doing a lot of directing where we're going during this uh, time at the party so far. Valerie, do you have any suggestions on what you would like to do while we're here? As Bromara turns around to talk to Valerie, Bromara realises that Valerie is not there and is instead stood in the middle of the room. Well, I say stood. She's dancing her fucking <laughs> arse off. Nice. Okay. Uh, is so, thrall still and is with, thus is, slightly indisposed. <laughs> is thrall still with me or with you? I don't know. Which do you think would be more interesting? I think, I think thrall would probably be a little bit disconcerted by Madame Valerie's sudden enthusiasm, <laughs> and will likely be clinging to your leg at the moment. Okay. Um, also, I'm, thrall not much of a dancer. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine so. Um, I kind of just want to go with Thrall, and you mentioned before there were some areas with, like, uh, you know, blankets and stuff? 
Yeah, there's seating areas all around the main dance floor. Okay, I want to mm. find just like somewhere on the edge of the dance floor where we can see Va- uh, Valerie having a dance, but we can just, you know, curl up with a blanket on some chairs near the dance floor and watch for a minute. Okay, you, you find yourself a nice little cosy spot near one of the mushrooms, gather some blankets and cushions around you, make yourself a little uh, cotchy nest for the, <laughs> for the evening. Thrall is, is starting to relax a little bit, but he's absolutely eyes focused on Madame Valerie. As you sort of sit there for a little while, you, you Bromara, do start to feel like uh, a bit up in your body. You're um, feeling a bit more enthusiastic and lively, and you notice that your feet are tapping away to the rhythm of the music. And it's about this time when you're starting to look a little bit uh, excitable and warm. That's the... Elf you saw earlier in the fantastic rainbow coat comes and sits by you. Hey, how are you? Hi, lovely to meet you. So nice to meet you too. What's what's your name? I'm Aaron. Hi, Aaron. It's nice to meet you. Do you come here a lot? This is my first time here. Oh, cool. Um, uh, this is my first time too. We're like buddies, yeah? That's great. Yeah. Uh, you here with anyone? Just the two of you? Well, <laughs> we're also here with the with the shouty one over there. I tried to make it sound distant and echoed, but I just screamed a bit too loud. You, you sounded very enthusiastic, which I think right now is perfectly yeah! how you should sound. Get away with her! She's very excited. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Say, uh, do, you, do you want a drink? And he holds up this uh, drinking flask. And as he sort of offers it to you, you notice on the back of his hand, there appears to be some kind of uh, brand or it's possibly been burnt. There's some scarring on the back of his hand. Uh, can I do some kind of check to see if I recognise what this is? What are you looking for? I don't know let's have a look possibly um history check okay 15 you're pretty sure it is a brand you're not sure what it means but you know that's generally a a brand of this sort on the back of somebody's hand probably isn't a good sign yeah you know i'm i'm okay thanks but thank you for offering the drink but no thank you he offers you a broad smile. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Yeah. Um, say, uh, you, you guys on anything tonight? Oh, uh, we might have had a little bit of crystal. Oh, the crystal's very good. I know a lot here mix it with spore, but if you want something a bit more interesting, I've, uh, I can get you some purple worm. And th- oh. at this point, I'm here like, oh, oh, I remember something about purple worm, but also I really want to dance right now. How do I focus on this situation? I don't, I don't know. Only you can decide that. Yeah, I'm trying to think what's an interesting reaction to have in-universe. As a reminder, what did we learn about Purple One previously? Because I know it was being sold by Dodgy... What was it? Dodgy Dave. Dodgy Dave, the dealer. Yes. Dodgy Dave. And did we get any real specifics as to what it did at the time? Or was it just a very vague, it's a really good drug? What you remember from Dave's description was that it's um, it's very pleasant, total euphoria. It's you'll see sort of traces off of your hands. Um, you've noticed this, and you also remember tying this to the null uh, the cobalt you saw in the street 
not far from the Cartown warehouse in Moortown, who mm. was just zoned out and staring at their hands and giggling. Um, it's very euphoric, and you don't get any of the sickness that you used to get with the old stuff. Mm. You did not inquire mm. as to what the old stuff was. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I know some people who've had this before, and I, I think it was this, and they got sick before or something. It's like when it's upgraded. The high elves, they do their thing, you know? So this isn't the thing that made people ill? It's the same stuff, but the high elves fixed it. They're really good like that. It's the great. High I mean, it stops no. you even having nightmares. Hmm... So the the high high <laughs> high, uh, uh, so the high high elves you're, make you're this starting stuff? to feel really really hyper and excitable, um, and you're so, a little bit so, sweaty. So the uh, I have some water when I feel myself starting to get sweaty. Hydration is important. Hydration is important when you feel hot and sweaty. So so the 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 the, the high the high elves did. did to uh, make this make this stuff. I'm I'm sorry if I'm I, I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm just suddenly really interested in asking about things. Um, the, the, are they to do with the, the thing on your hand? And he sort of pulls his coat down a little bit over that hand. I I wasn't quite ready for a tattoo. I thought I'd try something a bit different. You know, it's, uh, it's everyone's got tattoos. You know, that's, that's, that's okay. kind of an underdark favorite. Sorry, sorry. I, I I know I'm asking lots of questions, but I'm just really interested right now. Sorry. I think like trainee wizards used to have to go and get worm, and they'd do it for some vision quest thing. The problem is that stuff can make you really sick if you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. So the high elves just improved it, fixed it. And okay. now people go and get the worm, the high elves fix it with their magic, and you get purple, and it's all good. So, pe- uh, so people take it to the high elves, so the high elves, like, they don't make it, they just fix it. Just fix the worm. Okay, okay. And I'm squirreling this all the way as best as I can while Hyper being like, High Elves, uh, right. Uh, okay, what do your I do? legs uh, are really go, go, starting go. to go now. Okay, okay. It's, it's nice to talk to you. I think I got about as much as I can I can do with talking to you, and I need to I, I, I need to be moving, I think. Hello, goodbye. Ramara! Yeah? Ramara! Yeah? I'm having a very good time. <laughs> Come and have a good time with me. Uh, I go, look down to Thrall and I go, Thrall, are you up for trying and having a dance with me? Thrall looks very nervously at you. Do we want to have a little dance on the edge away from everyone else? He will sort of stay with you, but he doesn't seem like he's actually going to do any of the act of dancing himself. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to have a little bit of a dance, but I'm here if you need me. Is that okay? And he gives you a single nod. Mm. And I start to have a dance. As you get to the edge of the dance floor, somebody bumps into you, and you're pretty sure it's Ferris, and they're making fairly quickly for the exit. I try and follow after them, uh, because, you know, they can't leave without saying anything. It's it's them. You know, I know them. You lose Ferris in the crowd, you get spun around accidentally, and you're suddenly struck by the amazing colours of the glowing <laughs> mushrooms. 
And in that moment that you're slightly disoriented and lost in the beautiful lights, you completely lose sight of Ferris. Although, at the other side of the room, you do notice somebody else in a, a pink suit coat, suit jacket, wearing blue dungarees, and they appear to be dabbing. And as they dab, they are flying splashes of colour and lights across the room that are sticking to the ceiling. I want to go and try and dab with them. I feel like this is going to be a very broad for every episode. I apologise okay. that I'm like jumping on things to do. <laughs> Jump in at any time if you want to do something, Valerie. Oh, I will. Don't worry. I'm just having a very good time dancing a right very, now. Very and also witnessing your wonderful, wonderful shenanigans. Brumara sort of wanders across the dance floor, but careful not to bump into people. And... It it being this kind of party, the the person that you do bump into and sort of nudge their drink a bit, you, you're very apologetic, but they're immediately like, no, no, and they, they offer you a hug. and <laughs> I give them a hug back. Okay, you, very you good hug, hugs. And it's a good hug. Yeah. It's, it's it's quite a long hug. It It's about 20 seconds. And at the end of it, you just feel really close and, and like, there's... there's been a nice bond and you're just sort of happy and they give you like and, the double thumbs up interestingly there were no roles required for that nice hug no none just, whatsoever. just a nice hug it's almost like something is affecting your autism roles <laughs> it's, it's it's almost like something is affecting my autism roles and make, making it so i'm not currently having to do them hmm. <laughs> uh so yeah i want to i want to get over to the dabbing person and try dabbing with them Okay, you head over to this person in the fantastic pink suit jacket and dungarees. Um, as you get closer, you realise that they're wearing um, like large stompy boots that have been painted delicately with flowers. <gasps> okay, those are and super cute. They are just going from side to side around, uh, 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 sort of pointing around the room at various points, and just splashing up just these amazing sprays of colours that seem to just fire out from the extended hand of their dab. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. How do you make your dabs do that? I'm lit, you know. I I thought I was lit, but apparently not. My my dabs don't don't do that. Uh, if you want to be lit lit for dabbing, you've got to really commit to it. I I I thought <laughs> I thought I was committed to dabbing. I did a dab off from, with someone recently and I won and I did a backflip dab. It was very cool. You have to feel the dab. Let the dab be part of you. It's got to be everything that you are. It's got to come from right inside. C- can you teach me? I can try. Young dabber one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, am I going to learn to be lit? You, you might learn to be lit. Um, oh my god, am I trying to learn to be a new lit dab wizard or something? Okay, let's... <laughs> what would be an appropriate role for learning a skill? Oh. Intelligence, I suppose. With disadvantage, because you're bollocks. Uh, intelligence <laughs> with disadvantage, right. Uh, yep. Cross his fingers, cross his fingers, cross his fingers. Five. Okay, that's a five. Okay, uh, this person, who you've been very rude and haven't asked their name, shows tries to show you a few moves, and you're, you're getting the, the physical part of it vaguely correct, but there is something missing because you're not getting the, the splashes of colour. I'm 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 sorry. I I I'm not getting this. I think I just rushed into this. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't even I didn't even ask um ask your name. Sorry. I'm I'm Brilmara. Who 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 are you? 
I'm AJ. Pleased to meet you, Bromara. It's, it's like nice. a hug. Yes, I I would I would love a. I don't normally mm-hmm. like hugs, but I would love a hug. And you have you have a, another lovely long hug. The people here seem to go for a, a longer hug, and something about that just seems to make you feel much more connected with them. It could just mm. be the crystal. You know? It's just you know something about twenty seconds as a hug length that just just works. Just releases that little bit of oxytocin. Yeah. Between sort of teaching you things, AJ is still casting out these amazing splashes of colour all across the ceiling. And for a few moments, they are beautiful, bright lights. And then they sort of fade and almost seem to drip off the ceiling. But they are are nothing by the time they are at sort of head height of the people. This is is so beautiful. I've... I'm sorry, I know I rushed into this being like, oh, you're doing a cool thing, I can totally do it while slightly bollocksed, but I... Well, if I, you keep practicing, I'm I, sure you'll learn. I, I I, just, I love dabbing. Dabbing is one of the few things that I seem to be relatively good at, and I do pretty well when I do it, so... I'm sure if you keep practicing, just practice what I taught you. If you keep trying, I'm sure you'll get something. You can always add me on the Scrytone. <gasps> I'm on there if you want to connect sometime. Yes, please. How do I find you on there? I'm AJ. <gasps> You're AJ. That's fine. I'm AJ. I'm, I'm lit. Uh, yes, AJ is lit. I will. F- I will find lit AJ. I'm also on Instagram. You can see <gasps> some of my work on there as lit AJ Dabmeister. Lit AJ, AJ Dabmeister. Dabmeister. Uh, I I know that my dabs my my dabs aren't 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 lit but but can can i sh- can i show you a dab oh sure i live a good dab okay hmm what kind of dab do i want to do for aj while slightly bollocksed you're uh, gonna have disadvantage on whatever throw you do that's that's fine that's fine uh i'm i'm looking through skills being like is there any skill that like contextually <laughs> might not have disadvantage when bollocksed <laughs> uh like insight would insight do have that point of inspiration uh, no, I believe I used it last episode. Let me double check. Uh, uh, I believe I don't have it anymore. Nope, I used it. Oh, I'm pretty oh. sure I used it on some kind of dab. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get another point of inspiration for something? No, I think no. I think I used the only no, one okay. I had. Okay, I want to go for performance. Naturally. Yeah. I want to dab into a hug. I want to see if I can dab into a hug and make it into one smooth motion where I like dab into a hug. I can't, I'm I can't picture that. I mean, I know I can't picture that because that's not I know, Aphantasia. You, you you can't picture a, a you know that that's that's what makes it so amazing. It's like how does that even work? Oh, it it somehow did. That's the it's perform- so spectacular. It defies all known laws of that physics. That is the performance element. I somehow made a dab turn into a hug you can change the laws of physics laws of physics laws of physics (laughs) please Uh, go ahead and roll performance this entirely uh, impossible disadvantage (laughs) i get a three uh yep that was a critical fail yeah okay you go for the dab and as you bring your (laughs) arm forward to do the hug you accidentally crack aj in the eye oh no i'm so i'm so sorry and he's like, oh, oh it's, it's okay. It's, it's, oh, no arm, no arm. Ah, yep, um, quite, um, quite I'm a dab s- you got there. I, I'm, 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 I'm normally 
better at dabbing. This is this is not my. This is clearly not my day for dabbing. I'm having a great time, but I'm not in a good state to learn dabbing or to demonstrate dabbing. Is this is this the beginning of Bromara's vision question to realizing that she can use dabs offensively? <laughs> I don't know. That last one was pretty offensive. It, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's like, like the uh, like an oh, no. oh no! Dabs. Oh no! Oh, oh! <laughs> There's combat potential. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna leave you be because I'm clearly not as good at dabbing right now as I would like to think. But it has been lovely to meet you, and I feel like I need to talk to you after this all passes. So I'm gonna talk to you later. Have a lovely time, Romara. It's lovely to meet you. Thank and you. And you another hug. I accept another hug. And you have another excellent hug. Thank you. I will. I will be back, and I will become a lit dabber. And I, and I head gives off. Gives you a little salute, and then dabs a quite spectacular uh, splash of colour across the ceiling, in in with a, a pattern that looks vaguely like some of your tattoos. <gasps> nice. Oh. Okay, so for now, I'm gonna just go chill with Thrall for a little bit, who I am very much into, and. Valerie, do you want to be doing anything for a bit? Yeah, let's have some Val. Yeah, let's have some Val. Let's have some Val. I have been dancing so much and have been so invested in the dance that I've completely forgotten what currently exists in this room. Uh, I can remind you of a couple of things that I can remember. There is the mm-hmm. bar. There is uh, the person who was with the, the battle links. Uh, there is the mm-hmm. people who were very far out of it. Uh, there is... Uh-huh. What else is there? There is uh, Aaron. Oh, yes, there's Aaron. There is AJ mm-hmm. the Lit Dab Wizard. I don't know if they're AJ a wizard, the but in wizard. my head I, I I see them dabbing magic. It doesn't matter if their class is wizard or not. What matters most is that they have perfected the art of dab wizardry. Yeah. Any of those catching your attention? Hmm. Is there, like, there's a orcs. smoking there's area? There's also the, um, the two orcs. Um, in the interesting outfits and their bugbear that were sitting at table talking to Ferris earlier. There is a smoking area. You know what? This fruity tobacco, I've seen some people have it before. Might give it a shot and go out and see if I can socialise with anyone in the smoking area. Okay, so you've bought some fruity tobacco as well. Bought some fruity tobacco. Okay, well, let's have another gold off for that. Okie dokie. And I'm add gonna... some papers. We'll, we'll assume we've some papers. papers. Yeah. I'll go out to the smoking area. Okay, and, uh, let's um, observe have a, the scene. Um, what role would this be? Hmm. What to roll to, the... to roll a six? To, to, it's crafting, I suppose. What's a good crafting? Sleight of hand. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you are standing in the corner of the smoking area, just sort of vibrating slightly, holding a paper that is getting progressively more and more damp because you're so sweaty. Oh, with no. far too much tobacco to go in this tiny bit of paper. Desperately really trying to focus draw, on it, but uh, there seem to be three or four of them, and you're desperately trying to roll it into a thing. And a tall drow woman, in all white, comes up to you and says, Do you want a hand with that? Yes, please! <laughs> I'm having a bit of difficulty. And she... she t- My name's Valerie, by the way. What's yours? I'm Alice. Pleased to meet you. 
And I'm, I'm going to need another paper off you, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. I, I shakily hand her the, the pack of okay. papers. She, she takes a paper off you. And within a couple of seconds, she has expertly rolled this uh, a perfectly straight, perfectly uh, smokable cigarette. <gasps> that was fucking amazing! I've, I've been doing this for years. And she hands you back all the extra tobacco that she tapped, tipped out of your overly pregnant <gasps> cigarette. And Thank and you. your papers, and she hands you the the expertly rolled cigarette and offers you a light. I very graciously take the light whilst blushing a little bit by the whole because of the whole situation. She clicks her fingers and makes a small uh, burning hands in front of you. And I grin. <laughs> you very carefully light your cigarette from it. It smells of, of sort of zesty, uh, orangey, mm. and and lemony. It doesn't make you cough too much it's quite a smooth hit um, oh, nice. and it just just feels quite pleasant and it, it's really scratching that itch that you have at the moment oh nice thank you very much really appreciate it well, no problem it. no problem so do you come here often oh i'm here all the time this is my first time it's very exciting are you enjoying it so far oh it's so good oh it's 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 very nice are you here with Having... anyone or uh, yeah, I'm here with my partners, actually. I'm here with... Um, you. I don't know if you've seen them in the other room. Um, Brumara, she's um, a short dwarf. Um, I'd say short dwarf. She's a dwarf. That You know, that's how... Um, uh, anyway, she has lots of tattoos. They're very cool. And a uh, little thrall, who's uh, a kobold. Co- a oh, sweet. Yeah, we don't yeah, get many... Th- they're lovely. Ma- we, you don't meet enough polyamorous people. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny, actually. We were, you know, you know, you know, the polyarmory, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. that, 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 that branch. We, um, <laughs> we work for them. So it's kind of polyamory. It's kind, it's polyamory. Kind of, yeah, it's pretty it. great, isn't it? it? It's pretty it, good. And I, I shout through the door. It's almost <laughs> like the two of those things line up in a way that's narratively interesting and consistent and makes a good title. Become momentarily self-aware. <laughs> And, and somehow overhearing a conversation some yeah. considerable distance from you. <laughs> uh, across the other side of the smoking area, you see the orcs from earlier with their bugbear mm-hmm. and the the woman with the purple hair and all the incredible garish jewellery is smoking a, uh, a, a long cigarette and oh. sort of talking slightly aggressively to the very disinterested looking... Uh, her orc companion. Oh, their bugbear is just sort of standing behind them, looking a bit, a bit goofy and uncomfortable in their suit. So, Alice, what do you do? What's your thing? Oh, I work in Groybon. It's nothing exciting. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. It's fair enough. I I went there. F- I went there for the first time the other day. Actually, it's um big. It's very big. Very crowded. It's very big. Yeah, isn't it just the crystal's pretty, but. Oh yeah, it's no, not it's like the stuff nice. they have here. And she winks. Uh, <laughs> so do you know? Do you know what's? Do you know what's up with the orcs over there? The orcs and the bugbear because they seem. I don't know. They don't. They don't seem to be enjoying themselves that much. I don't know. They look like they've come here for business. I'm not sure hmm. who does business at Fairy Forest. Yeah, it doesn't seem like an ideal environment. It's not very worky, and I. No, it's not. To be honest, most people here are absolutely fucked. But uh, yeah, and that's kind of the point for a lot of them. I mainly come for the dancing. 
just respectable. It's the dancing is is super great, super great. Captain Simeon is quite the musician. It's fantastic, really, absolutely brilliant. It's like it's like all of the range of of a one man band without any of the the awkward clunkiness. It's phenomenal. I mean, as a creature, I mean, I have no idea where he came from, but he's certainly a magnificent. Absolutely. One wonders how he does it. I mean, I suppose with his 12 arms, really, but... <laughs> I think whoever made him or wherever he came from, it's got to be pretty interesting. Absolutely. I've never One seen him only... not playing, so it's very difficult to say what that would be like. Yeah, I should imagine, yeah. Maybe he maybe he never stops. That is a theory. Mm. It is a theory. A, some, a, a game th- theory! No, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, someti- I sometimes see Rose head over and, and give him something to smoke. Oh, but yeah. you're right, you know, I don't see him stop mm. very often. What a fascinating individual. He is that. He is that. Yeah. For a while I wasn't even sure if he was real. But I've been to a few of these now and... Um, I I saw him at somebody else's hand fasting a while back. Oh yeah, yeah. Doesn't say much, but um, and he very much likes his spore. I suppose he speaks through his music, really. I think that can be said for anyone. It's true. It's very true. Take another puff. Okay. And yeah. the you see the orcs and the bugbear head back into the main dance room, and mm. as they move, you notice that uh, Aaron is. Sort of standing behind them, talking to to someone else. They don't seem very interested in the conversation, and Aaron sort of looks over and looks at you and starts to make. Aaron is the the elf. That's correct. That's the pretty elf. Yes. Just wanted to double check. He makes his way over to you. Hi. Yeah, I was talking to your friend earlier. Yeah, you you having a good night? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, having a great time, having a great oh, time. Yeah. Uh, you spoke to Brummar. Yeah, I spoke to Brummar. Yeah. I'm Aaron. Yeah, by I the was going to say cuz if you were spe- if you were speaking to Thrall, that would be a one-sided conversation. Is that the cobbled guy? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say much, but he's he's nice. I assumed he was just really fucked. Nah, nah, actually, that's just that's just him. That's just that's just little old thrall. Nice, nice. You having a good time? Yeah, yeah, having a good time. Having a good time. What about you? Oh yeah, having a great time. Great time. Awesome, yeah. awesome. I like your jacket. Thanks. It's very fancy. Thanks. Mm. Yeah, I, I bought it off uh, a guy in Groybon. A lot of very interesting little market stalls there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know how it is. Like Groybon's got everything for everyone. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I need to go there more often. Seems like seems like there's a lot of unexplored places there that we should really visit. Loads <laughs> of places. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's where the high elves are based. It's true. Yeah. I shout Speaking out of the yeah. room. Remind me, we should talk about the high elves. Speaking of okay. which. You you are far too far to be shouting each other. Okay. And even, right. even, even far too far farer to be hearing each other over the music. Fine. <laughs> it's alright, we just have this like deep spiritual connection, you know. As okay. we do with everyone here, I am sure. Indeed. Right now, yeah. <laughs> Say, speaking of the high elves, um, uh-huh. do you uh, want some purple worm? Right, so I've heard I've heard a lot about this purple. Oh, I've not heard much about this purple worm. But I've heard like I there's um you know where I come from come from Moortown, right? 
And oh, there's yeah, the set. There's this there's this guy called Dave. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Try dodge dodgy Dave. That's what we call him any. I don't know I don't know if that's a common colloquialism <laughs> to refer to him. Now, listen, right, you know, I tend to be sceptical about this sort of thing, you know, because, you know, you've got to put your safety first and all that jazz. Yeah. But I am yeah. a little bit curious. Well, you've got to live a little, you know. It's, it's true. It's true. We're all it's here true. to have a good time. Give me some comparisons, say, compared to, say, this the crystal. What was the other thing? Can't remember. Uh, spore. A little bit fucked. Uh, spores. And Dovely. You know, give me a comparison. What, what, if, um, if I was to compare Crystal and Purple Worm, how do the effects differ? You don't feel like as, as hyper as you can do with, mm-hmm. with the Crystal. It's, it's very chill, relaxed, more like smoking some dove leaf, but it's very visual. You'll see all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. You know what? How much? Three golds. Three golds? And how much of that get me? Just the one, yeah. That's all Just the one? Need. Just the one? Single use? I'm going to assume because it's consumable. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, I will... One of your finest purple worms, please. You hand him some gold? And you are handed a small, round, maybe maybe about an inch across. Uh, it looks like you, you know what a uh, a red blood cell looks like under a microscope. Ah, uh, yeah, that sort so of a disc with a, a dip a, in the middle, a con- concave disc. That's correct, and yes. and it sort of feels slightly rubbery. Okay, so I just do I just no do I do I. I, I'm a little bit experienced. Do I just eat this? Just give it a chew. Yeah, you'll have give it a, a chew. good time. Okay. okay, okay. Thank you very much. I will. Um, might I might talk to you soon if uh, I take a particular fancy to this. Anytime, anytime. I'm always around. I'm I'm suddenly realizing, just out of character, why I've been so terrified of purple worm. It's because in my mind, purple worm is a synonym for oh my god, you're going to get completely destroyed. Because. Purple worms in the D&D universe are kind of fatal. They are that. Yeah. I, I'm just realising like mm. a lot of my, my baggage about purple worm is, oh, that's going to fucking destroy you. I finished my fruity cigarette. Is is Alice still here? Or Alice, Alice is still, still of... there. She's having a cigarette of her own. Okay. Hey, Alice, I'll, I'll catch you in a bit, okay? I'm probably going to come out again later, so have a good one. That is... Pleasure meeting you. If I if I somehow don't see you again, but yeah. Lovely to meet you, Valerie. Would you like a hug? Fucking absolutely. And she gives you big squeezy hug. And she gives you a big old squeezy hug. She's considerably taller yes. than you are, um, and it it's nice. It is nice because you're just about boob height. And she gives you a big and old I hug. Was, nice, yep. nice long <laughs> hug, and it, it lasts about a good sort of twenty seconds. That's and a tall drow. That is a tall drow. Nice. And um, yeah, and you you have a, a beautiful hug, and you feel much more connected with Alice as a result of it. Hey. Alice will remember that. Alice will remember that. I'm gonna eat the worm and then walk back into the room. Okay, you put the worm, the purple worm, in your mouth, and you start chewing. You realise almost immediately that it is some kind of fungus. Um, it oh. must be just by the texture. You've, you've eaten mushrooms in the past, and yeah. there is that slightly rubbery texture to it of, of an uncooked mm. mushroom. 
a certain moisture and you start mm. you feel that almost immediately start to make your tongue tingle a little bit um Ooh. but you chew and chew chew away eventually sort of swallow it down and it hits your stomach and initially you feel a little, a little drop in your stomach and then straight away it just bounces right back up and you feel like you're it's almost like your stomach's gone numb you're not feeling Ooh. whatever it is that might be making you feel ill otherwise and uh-huh. after a minute or two you notice that if you stay still, that rainbows seem to bleed out of the edges of everything. Whoa. So any, like, an angle where one thing meets another thing, it's almost like there is a, a cloud of rainbows just seeping out of it. Oh, fuck. And it's it's almost like static on a television, but rainbow-coloured. Oh. You're a little bit staggery. Huh. I think I'm gonna go sit underneath the blue mushroom. Okay, uh, the, the the one that was previously a nest. Yeah, come okay. on. You find that mushroom to be unoccupied, and you you make uh, a little ne- nest there, and and sort of curl up and lie down, and everything feels really, really good. Nice. Your your head feels light, and you you feel like your whole body is like if you just had a little bit more push up you would literally just float away into the air oh now is this is this happening separate of the effects of of the crystal or are they sort of both going at once on top of the effects of the crystal your feel you f- your body feels quite rushy but you're very relaxed and calm you feel mm. very connected with everyone around you Mm. But you're starting to get a lot of visuals. Like, as people move past you, you're sometimes getting, like, shadows of them. They exist as as sort of illusory forms behind themselves. When you've seen Bromara cast her I- illusion form, and you mm. see sort of multiple versions, it's like that, but these persons are sort of duplicating behind themselves as they move. Uh-huh. And then they sort of fade, and then so- you might have some other vision that takes over. And it all Do I feel connected good. to each of the different copies of the people? No, you're just aware that it is an interesting sight that you're seeing. It's it's quite okay. a thing. Okay. It's something nothing you've ever experienced before, and you're huh. very you, you notice that everything around you feels really nice. Like yeah. you, you you're touching the, the blankets underneath you and you're sort of stroking those and that all feels very nice. There is that you are a, a little bit concerned about the strange numbness you feel in your stomach. Like, yeah, that is like a little the, bit... the middle is missing. Um, but apart from that, like you're really oh. enjoying it. Um, okay. Almost like the, 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 your your sort of stomach have has been anaesthetized. I have a sip of water. You have a sip of water, and you f- mm. you feel a bit more refreshed. You because your mouth is starting to be, get a bit sort of claggy. And Thrall mm. comes over to sort of check on you, and as he sort of comes to inspect you and gives you sort of like a little bit of a, a sideways head, like a, a little head tilt to look at um, you. With... I gesture, I gesture to Thrall to come down and, and and sit next to me in the nest. And and as he looks at you and does that head tilt, his eyes seem to go different sizes. <laughs> His oh. his expression, his mouth expression, almost seems to slide sideways off of his face and land on the floor uh-huh. at his feet. Um, but he does oh. come and stand over. Does next... he still have a face after that? He's, Is it like he still have a face? But his face ma- it's like off. his mouth has just fallen off on the floor. 
He oh. comes and sits next oh. to you uh, and looks a bit concerned and is holding your hands. Uh, if anything, that feels a little bit tight, but uh, you're, you're comforted by the fact that it, it is Thrall. He is your boy mm. and you love him very much. I give Thrall a, a cuddle and like sort of stroke his scaly head. Okay. Um, you notice that the texture of his scales under your hands feels a little bit sort of cold and you're getting very into the texture and before you know it you're literally just from an outside perspective just sitting there stroking his head constantly and Thrall is looking a little bit uncomfortable but you oh. can't really tell because in your head oh, no. he's, he, his mouth is sort of swaying and swirling across his face and his eyes are each getting larger and smaller you don't feel <sighs> bad about this it, it, it's it's unusual and odd but you don't feel that this is something to be scared of you see the i was going to inve- I, w- I was going to go investigate the the mysterious and strange business couple but now i'm completely wanked <laughs> between the three of you you see the woman who greeted you at the front, who Alice explained was Rose, go uh, and start to sit and, and talk to the business couple and their bugbear. Not far from the, the, the main stage, the, the raised dais in the centre where Captain Simeon is playing. And at the moment, it's this really sort of real world. It would be trance, um, quite mm. pony trance as well. Something you could gallop to. Nice. And the dance floor is going absolutely crazy. There's people just sweating. There's some people here who are clearly very good dancers. Like they spend a lot of time practicing moves. They've got some great stuff going on. There's somebody in the corner of the room uh, spinning fire poi, nice. uh, but they're just out of of. Rain. They're, they're being very spatially aware and making sure there's no risk of hitting anyone. And obviously that's quite attractive to the eye. But the, it mm. appears that the business couple are having quite a heated conversation with Rose. It's very quickly uh, going uncomfortably. You notice that the woman with the burgundy dress and the purple hair is holding a book. And uh, she's gesturing at Captain Simeon and pointing to the bugbear and they there appears to be some loud conversation and then you see a sort of a, a flash go up from rose she sends up some kind of spell you see three of the lizard folk come out of the shadows and over to the business couple and sort of hovering over them looking quite severe and uh, annoyed and the the woman in the burgundy dress says something or other and it doesn't appear to go well and rose points out towards the door and you see them leaving bromara where are you at this point uh i think since my adventures with um trying to be a lit dabber i think Mm -hmm. i've been trying to like i've been on the dance floor trying to get both of my urges to dance and my desire to be lit at dabbing dealt with at once by doing some dab dancing where I basically just try and dab in time with the music very standard okay. dabs uh, excellent as you do so and and I can tell that you're you're sort of focused on everything AJ's taught you hmm. you're almost practicing it you are starting to notice little flecks of colors just dripping out of your fingers um on t- when you do it on top of just doing the dabbing one thing I want to try focusing on is you said that um Something that, that, that AJ had done seemed familiar to one of my tattoos. Yes. 
I want to focus on that tattoo while mm-hmm. I continue dab dancing. Okay. And see if that yep. makes a difference at all. You're um, focusing on that, and you are starting to notice sort of drips of colour coming out of your fingers um, as you're practising. It's like it's there with practice. You think maybe if you were less bollocksed, maybe if you were in a different environment, but you're having a good time anyway. You're you're getting your dance on. You feel much better for moving, mm. and as you're doing so, you're sort of vaguely barged out of the way by the lizard folk escorting the two orcs out of the room. Can you roll perception, please? Yes. Uh, right. So my passive perception is and you 10. you have advantage on this. Advantage, right. Perception. Uh, 18, 18, thanks to advantage. Nice. Thank goodness. As they are escorted past you, they vaguely bump into you and uh, that sort of jars you and you start to focus very much on what it is that has, has struck you. And you notice, as they're being led past, that the woman in the burgundy dress is holding the songbook that Ferris was looking for in Severton. And they are escorted out of the room and off of the premises. Presumably because we've got wristbands, I could leave and come back in. Mm -hmm. I want to leave, and if they're not too far away, I just want to be like, Hey, hey, are you you okay? Is everything okay? You head out to the cart park, and you see these uh, the the orcs and their bugbear associate. The woman in the the burgundy dress is looking quite flustered and frustrated, and and is talking to her, and is is talking to the disinterested comrade. The bugbear is as as you've previously seen, just sitting behind them, looking a bit grumpy and disinterested. Is is everything okay? Oh, fine, darling, fine, yeah. And she goes to ignore you and continue talking to her colleague. I, so, and she thinks she is kicking us out of here. Who, who kicked you out? Oh, that woman. What, what did? What did? Why? Why was she? Sorry, sorry. I'm very interested in people right now. Why? Why was? Why did she kick you out? And the orc in the the cotton shirt and denim trousers. Sorry, look, um, we're very busy people. We we don't really have time to talk to your sorts. We're very we're here on business. Look, unless you can get that crazy old bat sell us some of that sweet music you're wearing in there, I don't think you can really do anything. I don't have time for auditions right now. Yeah, I I can I can talk to her in there, but I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of curious why you have my friend's book there. We bought this fair and square. We knew where to look for it, so we sent the little dwarf fella to go and get it. Right? Hmm. Oh. Okay, um... Won't see us going to a place like Severton. Ugh. Especially not after the humans have had to do it too, with it? Anyway, yes, we're very busy. And the bugbear sort of vaguely growls at you and rolls its shoulders. I, I look to the bugbear and just go... Okay, are you sure everything's f- fine? I don't know quite what I'm hoping to get out of doing this, but just sort of looking for some kind of interaction from the bugbear. Miss Emmy has asked you to leave. I suggest you do so while you still have all your fingers and your head. At which point I go swiftly back inside. 
Okay, you head back inside, mm. uh, I, and you, oh, you hear the, the uh, you 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 hear them strike up their conversation again, sounding very irritated. I want to go to uh, Rose and ask about the people that just got kicked out. Okay, you head through the the club and bump into Rose in her raggedy outfit. She's talking to AJ. It seems to be a bit heated there as well. She seems to be a little bit cross. But almost as soon as you start talking to her, she turns around and there's a flicker of recognition. Hello, darling. Oh, I hope you're having a lovely time. I am having a lovely, wonderful time. Um, I, ha- I did some dancing. I'm learning how to make cool colours with my dabs, which is fun. Oh, AJ is very good at that. You should learn something I'm, from him. I'm, I'm trying. I wasn't doing very well because I was trying too hard and then I did some dancing and the dancing seemed to make it better. I just want to make sure everything's okay because I was very confused what was going on with those people that had to go. Oh, don't worry about them, darling. Just have a lovely time. They're not our kind of people. They're not fairy forest people. Okay, okay. Hello again, AJ. Hello again, Brilmara. How are you doing? I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm dancing and I'm kind of a little bit getting the, 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 the lit colours. Oh, that's good. Let's see what we got then. Let's see what we got. Okay. I, I, focus, I focus on the, the tattoo and I just start dabbing to the music. Performance. Performance. Uh, do I have disadvantage or anything? Um, I don't know. Have you been dabbing more throughout the night? And by dabbing, I don't mean anything to do with your dance moves. Um, I don't think I have since the initial one. I will let you have a normal roll on that then. Even with the normal roll, I only get a six, but that's better than the four I had before. Okay, you do a, a very basic dab. It achieves just nothing more than a normal dab. But you don't hit anyone this time, which is nice. Okay. And I just like, that's... Um, I, I, that's some nice form you've I got had there. It, I had it before and I didn't hit you this time. I very much appreciate that, <laughs> yeah, Bilmar. I swear, <laughs> little bits of colour coming out of my fingers. It was great. Excellent. Well, you keep on going, Lev. I'm sure you'll get in no time. Uh, I wanted to show off my colours. Aww. Bromara. Yeah? Bromara. Yeah? Bromara? Yeah? Oh, oh, Bramara! <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Come here! <laughs> uh, I'll be back in a minute, AJ. Thank you. Hello. Goodbye. And I go over to Valerie. Okay. I stare say- intently at Bramara <laughs> to see what happens. As she approaches, Bramara's hair appears to just flow like it's in water, and it burns like fire. It has. It seems to flicker like fire. As if fire was moving underwater. Oh. Are, are, are you okay there? Come, come here. Come, come. I, I pat, pat on the pat on the other side of me, the side that Thrall is not sitting on. Bromara's eyes appear to be absolutely huge, uh-huh. taking up maybe sixty percent of her face. Mm-hmm. And uh, how how are you looking at her? Is there a smile? You... So, I I, I assume I would come smiling? over smiling. Okay, <laughs> you're smiling, and the smile seems to come off the sides of her face, and and just sort of be almost independent, as if a, a cardboard cutout stuck to the front of her, and it's maybe 
three foot across now, and it is this giant crescent moon smile. Valerie just has this look of astonished wonder on her face. All of her tattoos seem to be dancing. Oh. Are you are Come you here. you you doing Come good? Here. Are you doing good down there? Come here. I'm I'm coming down. I'm coming Sit down. down. I'm sitting down. Um, are you okay? I'm just fascinated by Bramar's hair. Do 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 I do I sense that uh, you've been having an interesting time down here? Bromara's tattoos start to slide off of her arms and her face. I try to pick up her just... tattoos and put them back <laughs> on her body. Okay, as some of oh, them are sort of climbing your ta- up your legs. You're dropping your tattoos. You drop. You got to put them back on. Han, Han, what have you had? <laughs> Purple worm. Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all right. Okay, so. My tattoos are fine, and I'm doing fine, okay? No, they're falling off. You need to put them back on. Uh, okay, okay, I'm putting them back I'm on. I'm just sort of, like, sloppily, like, fl- flailing my hands gently I, um, on Bromara's legs. As and trying Bromara to push. says that they're fine, they appear to be back on her body. Oh. The way it happens, is it's not jarring. It's like they were always there. Ah, for you were just momentarily baffled by it, but it, it all seems fine now. You oh, he fixed it. Okay, yeah, good yeah, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I found someone that can make colors come out their hands when they dab, and I want to learn how to make colors come out my hands when I dab. Holy fucking shit! I need to see it. I know, right? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not the person that can do it, but I can try and do it. And also I'm... feel Thrall's head! And I, I f- flop my arm out and grab Bromara's hand and put Bromara's hand on Thrall's head gently. I try and give Thrall a reassuring head scritch. It feels pretty great. <laughs> and Thrall looks a little bit uncomfortable, but a little bit tired of... But I don't know this. this because his face is on the floor. <laughs> oh no, his, his face... Seems to sort of just be wobbling slightly. Oh. Um, and out of his eyes is bleeding rainbows. Uh huh. I, I look to Thrall and I go, I hope you're doing okay there, hun. <laughs> and he gives you a sort of non committal. <laughs> um, at this point, I, I stand up and I want to try doing my sort of performance role, do some dabs to the music again and see if I can do any better this time at doing colours with my dabs. Dab. So, was that performance? Yes. Dab, 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 17! Okay, you do a dab, and as you do so, you... Uh, where are you aiming, by the way? I guess standard dabbing position, so both my hands are pointing sort of like up to the left-ish. Okay. So you're aiming in such a way that you would actually hit the that you actually hit the brim of the mushroom <gasps> that you're standing under, you're sitting under, oh. and it flies up, and you get this beautiful splash of yellow, orange, and pink, <gasps> and then it starts to dribble off like treacle and vanishes before it hits the floor. What does it look like to me? I ju- I did it just looks like your girlfriend has just splashed colour out of her hands. Holy and shit! That have hit the side of the rainbow, but the colours for you are much more intense. Are you made of paint? <laughs> I'm learning to are be you made of paint. Now? I'm learning to be lit. You're so lit. You're like a 
dab wizard. That's kind of what I'm going for. Oh, shit. Oh, so I didn't come up with that. No. But it's okay, you totally did, yeah. Yay, I came up with dab wizards. (laughs) Shortly after that display of dabbery, Aaron comes over again. Aaron! Uh, Aaron! Hey, how's it going? You look like you're having a good time. She's having a good time. pretty lit dabbing. Yeah, I I met AJ, who's pretty, pretty lit at dabbing, and and I'm learning to to do cool colour dabs. Yeah, I see AJ here all the time. He's really good at that. I hope I can be eventually. I I really like dabbing. Aaron! Uh, Aaron! Hey. Aaron! Aaron, the thing you gave me made my boyfriend's face fall off. (laughs) It's all good. It looks like it's grown back. Yeah, but I was worried for a moment there. The patches on his coats all seem to be different depths. Dude! So, like, one patch might seem like it's right in front of your face, another might feel like it's a hundred miles away. Dude, your coat defies (laughs) space-time! Are you a yeah, wormhole? Are, are you serious? Be serious <laughs> with me now. Are you a purple wormhole? Oh, no. And he gives you a look like that sounded like it might have been an insult. But I'll, no, I'll take it. <laughs> no, it wasn't an insult. Wormholes are cool. <laughs> so, did you have a, a think about that purple worm anymore, Bromara? Uh, you, you will change you. Look, look. It seems, it seems fun. But I don't want to leave uh, Thrall here, you know. Here's the thing: I I don't I don't want to leave Thrall, you know, on on look after people duty. That's a very sensible and selfless decision. As long as you you Thrall gives you a look like like mm. D- does Brilmara get the sense that Thrall is genuinely okay with this? I roll perception. Uh. Six. He seems absolutely fine. I'm worried now because of my low roll. A thrall, if I did, would you want to join? Don't know how to convey what I want to say without words. Um, Sorry, I realise this is a bit of a challenge of nuanced communication here. He shakes his head as uh, so not wanting to join. But gives you the sort of, like, when you're hurrying somebody along, that sort of, like, waving hands in front of him, like, go, go, go. Okay, if 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 you're sure... Sure. One, one, please. That's three gold, yeah. And I sort of rummage around with, uh, with Valerie. In Valerie's pockets. Yeah. I get three gold. <laughs> yeah, tickles! Uh, I hand over three gold. In exchange for this three gold, you are handed a delicious, a squishy, rubbery, purple wham. Uh, I curl up next to Valerie and Thrall... I say thank you and goodbye to our purple worm dispenser, and <laughs> done with you now. Fuck yeah, off. thank you, and I have some purple worm. Sure. <gasps> you chew the purple worm. Slowly, the world around you starts to melt in beautiful colours and rainbows. The rhythm of the music takes both of you together. You cuddle each other. And you feel absolutely enraptured with each other. Everything about each other, every texture, every part. You've never felt each other like this. You've been close, but you've never been like this close. 
you are almost one with each other as you cuddle and kiss and, and Thrall is there with you looking after you and, and making sure that you're drinking if you look a bit too hot and sweaty and everything around you is beautiful lights and the colours and the music the music seems to be going right through you the bass you feel inside you the, the, the volume amplified by the cage it's wonderful you're occasionally stopping and having a little bit more of the, of the crystal Everything feels fantastic and wonderful, and time seems to be passing. It seems like centuries are passing in this beautiful, wonderful state of being, absolute euphoria. There are colours, more colours than you can possibly imagine, and when you close your eyes you see amazing vibrating geometric shapes in rainbow colours and strange dancing figures. After some hours, you become completely disconnected from the world around you, and you sink into your own individual hallucinations, eyes closed visuals. Valerie, you see Thrall, three of Thrall, dancing round in a circle, holding his own hands, just happy and smiling, and as his uh, tail cosy, uh, the little dangly end of the tail cosy, flicks around... (laughs) flicks around it seems to flick rainbow glitter all around as he's dancing with himself and he looks really happy and that makes you really happy and you seem to be flying around this image of these three dancing thralls and then the uh the rune around his neck it glows green and seems to just expand out and then you're lying on top of this beautiful green rune Mm. and you feel comfortable and safe and happy Mm. brilmara yeah. You close your eyes and you feel like your body is getting longer and longer. Your legs are together and it almost feels as you look down like there are scales there. <gasps> you see that your legs have turned into the body of a great demonic snake <sighs> in purple and green with a reticulated pattern to its colouring. Oh. And it turns around and it looks you at you with venomous dripping fangs. And you're not afraid of it. You feel like you're very conscious of what this thing is. Like you've made a bond with it at some point. You feel absolutely empowered by it. And after a few minutes of staring at you, it does not speak. Its tongue flicks between its lips, tasting the air around it. It suddenly rears back and launches down and clamps its jaws where your feet would be and tears itself loose from the rest of your body and then vanishes. And as it does so, the world around you goes completely black and then goes rainbow colours and then you are just surrounded by geometric patterns that flash and vibrate. And several hours later, the two of you, being carefully guarded by Thrall, who is literally sitting on guard in front of you, watching around. Oh, you're a good boy, Thrall. <laughs> the music is dying down. It's a much sort of calmer, more ambient tempo. And there are a few... The, the lights seem to be a bit higher in here now. There are people drinking out of, of small cups. There appear to be hot beverages being passed around. And there's a, a lot of people's... You can smell quite heavily in there. A lot of people smoking dove leaf. Mm. So. That sounds like a good plan right now. Well, thank you very much for joining us. 
Laura, where can we find you? You can find me at Laura K Buzz on Twitter, YouTube, anywhere that usernames really exist. Uh, you can also find me Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 at kataki.co.uk. And Astrid, when you're not hugging the boy's head, <laughs> <laughs> where can we find you? Well, if you go to jaffamoister.com, that's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com, you can find all of the work that I produce, which includes personal pieces that are typically comical features where I mash communism into video games a little bit. You can also find all of my freelance work where I have written for Waypoint and The Morning Star and now GamesIndustry.biz. And you can also find all of my Indie Haven content, of which I'm the editor-in-chief. So go read about some gay-ass video games made by people who don't have publishers telling them what to do. Yay! And you can also find me on Twitter. It's about JFMMO, people like the website. Uh, where I talk about a variety of different things, including communism, and video games, and gay shit, aforementioned. So you should go follow me, read the things I say, maybe engage in the conversation, and that would be cool. Excellent. And I can be found as Maniac J- at ManiacJaniac on Twitter, on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where you will find my random reviews and occasionally bits of news about this. I'm on SoundCloud, and you can search for Stone Monkey Radio or Maniac Janiac. On YouTube, you will find at least some content of my work and link to the silly pook monster that I am. It was a dark time for the rebellion. (laughs) In the meantime, do not forget about our fantastic Hat in Time competition, where you have a chance to win a copy of 3D Collectathon, A Hat in Time. And that is out and very excellent, and I recommend it if you would like to read a review of it. Of it, you can find it over on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog. The Polyarmory Twitter can be found as at PolyarmorySMR, mm-hmm. and I believe Valerie's Polyarmory is uh, at ValeriePolySMR. There we go. The inst- Instagram is PolyCuties, where we'll be posting original artwork from ourselves and also maybe wonderful fan art we'll share there. That would be yeah. nice. Yes. So anyway, um, yes, our competition is still running. Uh, just t- tweet hashtag polysmr. We will find it. Mm. And any pictures, any music, anything you want to create, really, that is related to the show, we'll be very happy to see it. So thank you very much for joining us. Join us again sometime. Bye. Bye. Farewell. That was great. I had a good time with that.